Good afternoon, Chattanooga. Good morning to those of you who are listening to us abroad. This is the Reverend Arlevan Yates with your noonday nugget. As we are approaching Calvary's cross on Sunday, we tell the story of how Jesus died on a Friday, resurrected from the grave early Sunday morning, uh, giving victory over the grave by way of the cross. We are reminded of the events that happened on this Mark chapter 14 says, as they were approaching, he said such wheat uh, to go to the feast of the Passover and unleavened bread. Jesus went to the house of Simon the leper. There he was met by a few people. On one hand, there were people in the town who were making a plot to see how they could get rid of him. They did not want to do so publicly because they knew he had a plethora of support behind him. So they did not want to cause an uproar. But on the other hand, he had people such as a young lady who was willing to break an expensive bottle of pure nard to anoint him in such a way that was usually reserved for after-death experiences. Uh, and in this particular situation, we cannot forget that Jesus is there with his close uh, friends that have been following him for some three and a half years. The setting has been set and now it's time for the things to take place that's leading up to such a week of events that we commemorate over and over again. Here in Mark chapter 14, there is a story told about this woman because Jesus speaks specifically and says that she will be remembered because she was willing to do what she could. I would submit to you and I today on a Tuesday morning that we ought to get to the place and purpose of life where we are committed to our purpose in spite of our problems. We are committed to doing what we can, even when it looks like we can't. Here is the situation. Jesus knew he was to die, so he had already shared with the disciples, even had some people from his opposing side that would ask him these questions. And they were so impressed by his answers that they asked more and more. He would give them a warning of the end times and the abomination of desolation. But now it's time to put the rubber to the road and he's on his way to the Passover feast where this thing will take place. But before we get there. You got some folk who got some problems. It may not mean much to you, but it means the world to me because in this short little passage of Mark 14, we'll find out that everybody behind you don't have your back. My mama used to tell me everybody's not always happy for your happiness. Here, this lady broke this bottle of pure nard and she uses it that uh, anoint Jesus' body. And the people, the Bible says, became in because they said we could have used this body uh, to go and sell it for it was worth 300 denarii and we could have given this money to the poor. Now here is the problem that I see with my limited sight but with God's visionary help. You cannot get to the point where you think that God can only speak to you. Woe is the man who think that God stops his wisdom at them because here is the situation from their perspective 
They said it was a bad idea, but from her perspective, she looked like it was something that needed. She saw something that needed to be done. And many of time in life, my friend, we don't overcome obstacles that stand in our way because as human beings, we may not be willing to live life past our perspective. But with our limited sight, God gives us his vision to get past our perspective if we are willing. Why? The people were indignant talking about giving money to the poor. Their motives wasn't as pure as one would hope. But Jesus already knows all. So he corrects the situation without even causing further uproar. He corrects the situation without even making anyone look bad. I'll park parenthetically to share with you that you don't have to make other folk look bad in order to make you look good. But what he says was you won't always have me with you, but you always have the poor with you whom you speak of to give this money to but this is a treasured moment at a treasured time for such a time as this and she saw fit to anoint my body long before my burial because she knows something and it would be good for us to know it too and oftentimes we won't live past our perspective because we are limited in what we know simply put when you know better you'll do better but here Jesus says you ought to be willing to live past your perspective because she has done a good thing. She just did what she could and guess what? Everywhere the story of the gospel is told, we will speak of her because she was committed to her purpose in spite of her problem. She was committed to the task at hand in spite of tribulation and I would suggest to you that you don't get the testimony until you have withstood the test and most of the time when there are naysayers against you when people around you are not in your circle when those who want to give money to the poor really just want the money in their pockets none of that should deter you from your focused purpose of doing what you can Jesus says because she has done what she can everywhere you hear this gospel message you'll hear of her I would suggest to you just do what you can live life past the limited understanding that God can only speak to you the same way he can get you to do what you can he can get others to do what they can and when we all do our parts collectively we can come together and move things the way God wants them to be moved be blessed and remember you're on the mind of God